Hey, it's Susan, and this is The Meditative Shift. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about the relationship between sugar consumption and mood. Exploring how the sweet indulgences that we enjoy so much might be affecting our happiness and health. And as always, I'll provide a practical strategy to balance your sugar blues or sugar cravings. Did you know that the average American consumes approximately 17 teaspoons of added sugar per day? From the sugar-laden beverages that are put in our path, to even tempting desserts, especially now around the holiday times, it's really easy to fall into the trap of excessive sugar consumption. You know, the numbers don't lie, and the average American's daily sugar intake has been seen to be significantly increased over the years. But what does that really mean for our overall health, and more intriguingly, our emotional well-being? Science does tell us that it does have an effect. You know, while we indulge in a sweet treat, which brings us joy in the moment many times, research suggests that the aftermath might not be as sweet as we think it is. You know, our relationship with sugar goes beyond the taste buds. When we indulge in sugary desserts or treats, whatever you want to call them, our brain releases neurotransmitters such as dopamine and serotonin, often associated with pleasure and mood elevation. We feel great. And the immediate surge is those feel-good chemicals, and that creates a temporary sense of joy and happiness. I don't think there's anybody out there listening that won't agree with that. However, we know that the highs are often followed by lows as the body adjusts, leaving us craving more to maintain that emotional state. Picture this. You have a quick energy boost after consuming a sugary snack, followed by the sudden crash. And the science behind sugar and energy levels is like riding a roller coaster. While sugar provides a rapid influx of energy, it's short-lived, and the body responds by releasing insulin to regulate blood sugar levels, resulting in a subsequent energy dip. And this roller coaster effect can leave us fatigued and irritable, and it changes in midlife. And when then you have the insulin resistance, so you want more and more sugar, but it just doesn't happen, and you create all sorts of problems from weight gain to even diabetes. But we also have to look at sugar's impact on sleep in a subtle yet significant, well, melody, so to speak. Because excessive sugar consumption, especially close to bedtime, can disrupt the delicate balance of hormones that regulate our sleep. High sugar intake can lead to spikes and crashes in blood sugar levels, as we know, causing restlessness and disturbances in the sleep cycle. And we know quality sleep is crucial for overall well-being. So when we understand the role of sugar in its disruption to our well-being and our rest, we might want to reconsider an alternative. But most interesting to me, because lots of people or many people really don't eat sugary, at least my clients don't in the community, we don't really eat a lot of sugar before we go to bed, But anxiety and depression, that's always been an interest uh, for my research. 
And that gives us those dark notes because the potential link between sugar and mental health is crucial. And research suggests that a diet high in sugar may contribute to an increased risk of anxiety and depression. I use the word may contribute, I would say almost certainly contributes when it's a high intake, whatever that means. Chronic inflammation, insulin resistance, and alterations in neurotransmitter function are all potential pathways through which sugar may impact mental well-being. You see, neuroinflammation is not about being heat-related. It's very silent, and that exists. And it's very profound right now. It's very, it's right there in society. And that's why we're having so much difficulty. When we understand these connections, it really helps us navigate the complex interplay between our diet and mental health. So the intricate dance between sugar and our body and mind and all these connections become very clear. We know that the immediate pleasure derived from sugar it's undeniable. But the toll it takes on our emotional state, energy levels, sleep quality, and mental health is equally significant. So as we reflect on this sweet symphony, it becomes evident that the moderation and awareness are essential. And balancing the pleasure of sugar with the awareness of its potential consequences does indeed empower us to make informed choices for our overall well-being. But fear not because it's not about abandoning the occasional indulgence. As I always say, we can have our cake and eat it too if we know the biochemistry behind it. Because it, it's really about understanding the balance we need for a happier and healthier life. So how can we find the sweet spot that aligns with both our taste buds and our well-being? Let's turn to the strategies that we can use to maintain a balanced relationship with sugar ensuring that the sweetness of life becomes a source of joy rather than discord. Practical tips that I've put together are really based on my own practice and the practice that I have with clients that I see for nutrition and stress reduction and metabolic balance. So I put all of these together for you in order to provide you with some checklists for yourself. First, we have to really embrace the birthright of sweetness itself and acknowledge that the enjoyment of sweetness is a natural part of the human experience. Pure, unprocessed forms of sugar, like those found in fruits and honey, can be delightful addition to your diet. It's the excessive intake of refined sugars that often leads to health concerns. Another tip, which again extends from what I just said, seek pure forms of sweetness, opting for the natural and less processed sources. We also have whole fruits, raw honey, maple syrup, instead of highly processed sugars and sweeteners. These pure forms not only satisfy our sweet tooth, but they also provide additional nutrients and antioxidants. I enjoy dates. Dates are my form of sugar that I use. Be aware of portion sizes to avoid overconsumption. You know, enjoy the flavors and take time to appreciate the sweetness rather than really mindlessly consuming large quantities. And I could say this can be the most difficult. And I know it is for me because studies do show that some people have more sensitive taste buds than others. 
And those of us who don't have sensitive taste buds tend to overindulge with these kinds of sweets. What I do and what I recommend in this case, if overindulgence of sweets is a problem, what I tell people to do is, and this is what I do, take one day a week where you'll allow yourself to have a dessert or sweets or a certain point throughout the day when you'll allow yourself to have your dessert or your sweets. Another tip is to understand the roots of your cravings. You know, sugar cravings can sometimes be a signal from your body. It might indicate nutrient deficiencies or imbalances in your diet. Maybe it's a low protein diet. Maybe it's a high carbohydrate diet. You have to be able to really look at those imbalances and see what it is. So instead of reaching for a sugary snack immediately, consider when you're, you know, what your body really might be asking for. Because a balanced diet with a variety of whole foods can actually really help address deficiencies. And tied into all of this, of course, is cultivate a self-awareness. A deeper understanding of your relationship with food, considering the emotions and triggers behind your cravings. Again, that stems from what I just said. Are you reaching for sweets out of habit, stress, or genuine hunger? By being self or more self-aware, we can actually make conscious choices that align with our overall well-being. And as I mentioned before, listen to your body. Consider alternative ways to bring joy and satisfaction. Engage in activities that you love, spending time with loved ones, or practicing self-care. Stay hydrated. This is a real key. And I use this when I discuss this with clients. Because dehydration can sometimes mask a hunger or sugar craving. You know, staying adequately hydrated throughout the day is essential. And as we get to midlife metabolism, especially women, the, the hydration factor can be very, very uh, uh, crucial, especially with estrogen decline. So this can help when we stay hydrated, it can help curb unnecessary snacking and keep your body in balance. And what I have clients do is drink a 50-50, usually I'll take some uh, grape juice, uh, the purest form I could find, and dilute it with uh, water and drink that before indulging in the box of cookies that are sitting right in front of you. And I use that in my own practice for years and my own personal practice I'm talking about here. Another tip is to gradually reduce added sugars. Many people don't really add a lot of sugar to their drinks anymore or to their cereals or just adding teaspoons of sugar, but many of the products out on the market now are laden with sugar. If you just look at any of the people who eat cereals, look at any of them, they all have sugar. I've even noticed sugar in breads. And in fact, I was at a restaurant, oh, I would say a year or two ago, and the bread was sweet. And what happened was I asked, do you add sugar to your bread recipe? And they absolutely said yes. So sugar is added everywhere. So just be careful and be aware. Establish contentment within. Recognize that the more content and established you are within yourself, the more likely you are to make a, a real mindful food choice. Cultivate a sense of well-being through practices like meditation, gratitude, and self-reflection. 
When we are content, our relationship with food becomes a reflection of our inner balance. Everything starts to work together. Remember, the key is finding balance that works for you by making informed choices, practicing self-awareness, and being content within yourself. You know, you can enjoy the sweetness of life without letting it become a source of negativity. So as we wrap up this episode, let's reflect on the impact of our daily sugar choices, bringing sweetness into our life, as well as our overall happiness. And by understanding the delicate balance between indulgence and moderation, we can savor the sweetness of life without letting sugar get us down. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And thanks for tuning in to the Meditative Shift podcast, now available on the YouTube podcast station. So subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube. That helps support the whole channel. And visit susantaylor.org to connect there for additional resources and information. And again, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, stay sweet, stay informed, and take care of yourself.